0: Carol Joy Side, And welcome to the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. You're listening to episode 148. This is a podcast to help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Well, today I am sitting across a Zoom screen. I wish there was no screen and we were just together having tea, but this is one of my adopted grandchildren, Jillian Ruck. Her name is R-U-C-H, and her full name is Mamie Jillian Ruck because she was named after two grandmas. Is that right, honey? Just just one
1: one. great grandmother. Yes, it's Southern.
0: Yes, it's very Southern. So welcome, Miss Jillian. Thank you. I feel very honored to be here. Oh, I'm so honored to have you here, honey. Um, we are going to put a link to Jillian's website so you can see how adorable she is. But she is one of my favorite people in the whole world. And I've noticed since she was a little girl and now she's a junior. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. At Hillsdale College up in uh, Michigan. What town? Is it Hillsdale, Michigan? In Hillsdale, yeah. So southernmost central Michigan. which is Okay. Okay. Great. So, Jillian, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your family.
1: Yes. Okay. So, I am the third of six children, which is the best place to be. (laughs) A little bit of, well, not a little bit. I would say a good portion of responsibility, but also you're not the oldest. So, it's great. Um, And yeah, I was homeschooled my whole life, um, which I absolutely loved. And, um, I love obviously creating art. Um, I love coffee and going on hikes and camping and, um, reading and baking, all those good things, um, telling stories with my family.
0: So, yes. (laughs) So you loved being homeschooled? Yes. Loved it. And were you read to? Yes.
1: That was most of what we did for the- For many of the beginning years, sitting on the couch, all of us piled around, fighting for seats closest to my mom, while she nursed a child.
0: Yes, it was chaotic but incredible.
1: I have just so many good
0: memories of that. I know, honey. I know. So, to our listeners, uh, Jillian's mom has been on my web. um, I mean, on my podcast, and we've talked about attachment. So, feel free to go back and listen to Catherine Rock talking about bonding and attachment but Jillian is very much a part of that. She was very, very attached to both of her parents and still is right. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. <laughs> and it's, it's a beautiful story. I tell lots of stories about you when you're not around about, oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your parents really met your emotional uh, needs in a very deep and beautiful way. And I'm really proud of, the way they parented you and knowing them as my friends yeah. so Jillian you were not the normal average day of the week child growing up Tom- <laughs> being a creative child made you a little bit different than yes. maybe some of the other kids well, in life yeah. Tell me what that looked like
1: yeah um yes I was a very sensitive child and would still identify as a very sensitive person. Um, I would say it's a gift and a thorn in the flesh. Um, So yeah, growing up, I, my imagination, I I call it an untamed imagination. So it's both beautiful and good because it would like give me these amazing ideas and I could enter into these stories, but then I would have, yeah, thoughts or um, ideas that would trouble me or be disturbing and, I just, I think as a kid, I, I was definitely kind of just this sponge. I just like took in everything, um, both the beautiful, but also kind of the disturbing and would have to talk to my mom before most bedtimes be like, can I just talk to you about this thing that is troubling me or this thing or this thing? Um, so yeah, I definitely had to learn how to kind of just live with my imagination. Like that was a huge thing that I just had to learn. How do I live with this imagination? And I, I struggled to feel different from other people who seemed to just go along with life happy as a clam. Um, and that was, yeah, that was a huge learning process just to be like, okay, this is the personality that the Lord has given me and um, I need to discover why he gave it to me and that it's okay that there are these things that are different and that feel weird. Um, so that was definitely a process and something I'm, I'm still, I'm still doing.
0: I'm sure. I know, honey. What are some books that really influenced your life? Oh, it's a great question. Um, I I mean,
1: okay, I read Little Women, of course, multiple, multiple times. Um, I just wanted to live in that book. Um, I really, when I was in high school, I read Till We Have Faces by C.S. Lewis, which is a very, that was more of a, spiritually impactful book for me um and I mean Lord of the Rings of course which have you read that yes (laughs) um and um I mean there's so many it's like how do you even how do you even begin um Princess and Curdie by George MacDonald that was amazing
0: Oh, I love that book. Yeah. You and Madeline's room was filled with, well, when Madeline had a room by herself, she had a whole bookcase, floor to ceiling, when she was in the mm-hmm. double room bed. Yes, yep. Yeah. And um, your whole house, there's bookcases in every room of your childhood home. Uh, yes, I think so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so your family are, are literary people. And your dad loves literature, your mom loves literature, they both read to you by the hour. I mean, how how could that not shape your your destiny, right? Yeah. And then Jillian, being artistic and creative, um, your mom is very creative, really both your parents are, but who else invested in you and shaped you and called forth this creative person that you are now professionally with your own website, your own line of cards, your illustrations, while you're in college, you're already an entrepreneur, like who invested in you?
1: Oh, yes, it's a great question. Um, So I did some art classes at Greenhouse, which was, you know, this homeschooling co-school type of thing. Um, And so those were kind of my first foray into more structured systematic art lessons um and those those teachers were great um and but I think my first like the person who really um called out the artist in me yeah outside of my family was my youth group leader um Lindsay Bergsma give her a shout out who is the most incredible person I know um (laughs) and she um worked works still at a publishing house and designs book covers um and just this incredible I mean I'm so humbled that she saw me and would just affirm my art affirm me as a person and she um I really only had her for youth as a youth leader for like a year or two but then she would just um get together with me all the time and reach out you know hey can we get coffee um and so she just totally pursued a friendship with me even though she's way older and cooler than I am um and so that was um that was really really impactful and she's still I mean we've been in touch even this last week and she's just been mentoring me from afar um Mm. So that's been huge. And then my parents uh got me art tutoring lessons in high school. Um, and I think that was junior year. And that was um, that was probably also one of the biggest um things in my artistic journey that really propelled me forward. Um, just because I had really focused mentoring in art. Um and yeah, I mean, there are other names I could say too. I just I feel like the Lord has really provided people to walk alongside me.
0: Um, which is huge and were they people from church
1: yeah all of them all of them are from church as I if I can
0: recall yeah Mm -hmm. that's what I thought and people who saw your gifting wanted to invest in you or your parents intentionally made connections for you yeah so both yeah yeah and what part of art what aspect of art do you feel you're kind of landing on as you're getting older and more knowledgeable about yourself
1: yeah I the art as storytelling is what I'm landing on that's what I adore about it and as as a child I was yeah obsessed with children's books um read all the time like we were talking about before um and yeah I mean I think they just they were one of the main instruments that um shaped my imagination and so I see things now in light of illustrations that are in my head um which I love and so yeah that's the route that I really feel called to is children's book illustrations illustrations in general um and just art that tells a story
0: yes so you started doing cards and I have them all over my house because whenever <laughs> your mom writes me one I put it on a bookshelf or something <laughs> thank you and now you've started, um, really launched yourself. Did, did Lindsay help you do this with your website? Or tell me about how that came about.
1: Yeah. So Lindsay, probably like four years ago, um, she was a saint. And she brought me into her job, her publishing house job. Um, and would just like give me her lunch hour, and would help me scan some illustrations, and then she'd help me print them on paper that I would bring to her on these like massive, amazing printers, Mm -hmm. Um, so that was quite a few years ago, but that was the first time that I really saw, oh my goodness, this is possible, I could do this, I could reproduce illustrations, Um, so she was crucial in that, and then um, Alan Miller, a family friend from church, has helped me set up this website, um, which has been, again, I've been so humbled, oh my goodness, by his generosity and his help. Um, so that's kind of been the next, um,
0: yeah. yeah the what's, of, the, what's the content and what's the name of your website, Jillian, for our listeners?
1: Yes. So the name of the website is just M a m i e g i l l i a n dot ncom And then the content, right now it's just an online store, but then I'm um, going to be throughout this year, well, and future years, just posting blog posts about like the artistic process of a specific piece or um, something that I don't know. I've learned um, about different artistic processes, um, so I'm still that part is still developing, but that's in the works.
0: Wonderful, and and I love your art so much. It's kind of a would you say who are your main influences would you say stylistically
1: yeah um so i love i mean definitely love beatrix potter if it feels a little bit cliche to say but i cannot help oh, but no. she's give a to her yeah yes she's incredible um jill Barklem is another illustrator who did brambley hedge the brambley I hedge i
0: wondered if brambley hedge was a big yes. influence yeah love
1: that. um arthur rackham uh i don't remember his exact years but An incredible illustrator, Um, Carl Larson, Swedish illustrator. Um, Trina Schart Hyman and Shirley Hughes are some other children's book illustrators um, that do that storytelling through their art in a really captivating way.
0: Yes, yes. Did um, Ernest Shepard have any influence? Oh, I love Ernest
1: Shepard. He did. Was that Wind in the Willows? Okay. and Pooh Bear. Yes. Okay.
0: Oh yes. I love those. (laughs) So it's so exciting to me because you've created your own style, but there's, there's a heritage here because you were raised not in a vacuum, but you were raised in this rich environment where you couldn't help, but pick up all these things. And that was part of your education and nobody sat down and said, now we're going to do art appreciation today. But they were reading hours and hours a day to you. Yes. And even after you learned to read yourself, they were still reading to you constantly.
1: Yes. And I think having beautiful art on the walls all around where you're living, you know, in the kitchen while you're right. making your egg, um, right. having beautiful art that um, is, yeah, that's rich. And, you know, I don't want to say sophisticated, but you know what I'm saying? Like- yes, I do. Just yes, good, I do. good art. Um, I think that's also so good. Yeah,
0: mm, I agree with you, honey. You know, your mom, I think, really follows the Henry Morris dictum of have nothing in your home that you do not consider to be useful or know to be beautiful. Mm. And that's really, I think, your mom's everything she does. She creates beauty, even when there were little children that were like terrorists in your family. <laughs> still would have flower arrangements in the middle right and beautiful linens
1: if she was um, here she would be
0: denying all of
1: this and making it you know
0: she's not here so we can say it about her because exactly. she is my bosom friend as Anne would say and yeah. i have admired the way your mom creates beauty everywhere she goes even in a situation where most women would have given up when all the little boys were like burning the house down and she still would have the flower arrangement and the, and, and it could be wildflowers. It could be rocks and stones. Like Edith Schaefer talks about it. You know, it's not like she goes to a florist, but that she has this kind of organic beauty in everything she does, the way she cooks, the way she bakes, her aprons, her tea towels, you know, it's just... And and half of them are from, you know, the thrift store, right? This isn't about oh. just going to, you know, Sir Table to buy things. She <laughs> just creates beauty everywhere when she travels, the things she collects and brings oh, forward. Yes. And she's <laughs>
1: she's pretty epic. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. is pretty epic.
0: Yes. <laughs> and so are you. The the apple didn't fall far from the tree, as my mother-in-law would say. So <laughs> Um, if you were you know giving oh, some advice to in how to raise a creative child what what would you tell them to do?
1: Oh, I don't feel qualified, but um i mean i think I think that my parents did a beautiful job of challenging me in in what I felt like were my weaknesses, you know challenging me um to try new things to um you know do yeah do hard things that weren't in my my skill set um but also were just so encouraging and affirming of the gifts that that you know they felt i had been given um or the things that i w- was drawn towards um and i think they never i know they never made me feel bad for being sensitive and for being imaginative and for being artistic and and feeling um like okay this inner life and life of the mind that i have just feels different from these other peers they didn't they just never made me feel bad about that and they really they really helped me um in understanding the gift side of that and just exploring um why yeah why has the lord given you this personality um, so and my mom uh, as my educator was just really, really great in um, finding the opportunities for me, seeking them out, helping me um, and encouraging me to spend time and invest a ton of time in this. um, And, you know, yeah, not making me do other things um, just because I should or something, really being like, no, this is obviously something you are interested
0: in. So that was- really good tell me about the influence Lil- lilius trotter has had on your life and who Ooh. she was for our listeners i love that artist
1: um i think the fact that she i mean she could have she really had the potential and um john ruskin who she was in contact with told her you know you could be famous um and she just gave all of that up um to go overseas to algeria algeria right Um, so I'm just always convicted and and challenged by that, um, and think it's beautiful because she didn't stop doing art. She brought it with her, obviously, and um, created these incredible pieces, um, about her life there. And so I think it's a really beautiful image of someone doing art for the Lord, um, but also giving up a career, giving up something that could have been you know more just about her own glory her own fame Um, I just yeah I think that's incredible
0: and where do you see yourself what what is the calling that God is putting on you as you are processing life at you know your young age but you're you're doing a lot of thinking I know
1: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yes you definitely catch me at a an interesting point I am trying to discern, I feel very called to make art and to create. Um, but I also, it always falls short for me. It always, I, you know, art for art's sake, Obviously, it's just not enough. And so, yeah, I'm I'm trying to, um, kind of pick up clues like, okay, Lord, this has become clear. You want me to study art. I feel called to, um, tell story through art. But then I also feel this this very deep call to do ministry. Um, I want to have a family, but yeah, I want to be ready. I want to be ready to drop things and to go overseas, um, if if you would call me there. So I feel like I'm in a very in between place. I don't want to get totally embroiled in the kind of the life of the artist. Um, I really want to make sure it stays intertwined with life as. Um, someone doing ministry. Um, but yeah, I feel, I don't know. I feel called to wait right now and just to kind of pursue what's right in front of me. Um, but I'm still, I'm still trying to figure that out. So,
0: yeah, I mean, you're still in school and there's, you know, not a lot of big life decisions you can make right now, but the Lord seems to be kind of turning the boat a little bit. It sounds like, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Giving you some direction. Is there anywhere in particular that you're most interested in or burdened for
1: um at this point not really i just feel um it's more yeah it's really more just like this overall sense and i I, I really i have always had this this sense and this um desire to do ministry but i think i have my imagination has been expanded over the last year or so to to be more open okay lord where yeah where could this be so
0: I'm open. We'll see. Yeah. I can't wait to see what God does. You you bring so much to the table, Jillian, your humility, your reverence and awe for God. You don't take anything lightly. You know, you, you think deeply, you process long and thoughtfully, and you've got a lot of wonderful things poured into you, and the Lord's going to tap those things in your future. I can't wait to see what he does. Thank you, Indy Carol. Oh, You're too kind. Would you be so kind, honey, is to pray for these families as they're raising these little Jillians all over the world that are like, Lord, what do we do with this one? This one's not like any of the others. Would you pray yes, for them? Definitely. You. Oh, definitely. Definitely.
1: Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this opportunity to talk with Andy Carroll um, and to celebrate what you've done in my life. Um, and I do pray for all of these children or parents listening to this um, and those who are specifically artistically inclined. I pray that you would just put your hand upon them, fill them with your Holy Spirit. Um, Lord, and that you would make clear uh how they should pursue you in, um, in art and in education. Um, would you just place people in their life who are there to affirm them and to encourage them and to really just call out what they see in them? Um, Lord, and I pray against any, uh, voice from the enemy that would shame that, um, sensitivity to your spirit. And I pray that you would protect that. Um, so we lift them to you in your name, Jesus.
0: Mm, amen. And we're going to put a link to your website, Jillian. And I love the self-portrait that you did. And that's part of your website, right? Where it says, who am I or what what's the, yes. how do they find that? Okay. That
1: should be um, I think it's just like an, an about me or something
0: on the website. It should be. Yeah. There. I love, love that self portrait. And thank you so much for being with us. Of course. Thank, and you, thank you for you having you this me. <laughs> thank you, listeners, for joining me this week on the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. I love to help families homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. When you help me get the word out about what I'm doing here, I appreciate it so much. Until next time, remember, Jesus' commands are not burdensome. What he calls you to do, he will enable you to do. Blessings.